0: It's time to rethink everything, to redo the rule book, to explore smarter ways to work and rediscover what's possible. It's time for a fresh take on how technology and creativity are changing the way work gets done. I'm Susan Campbell, and this is The Big Rethink. Think about the last time you went to a theme park, a theater, a stage, or an arena. Can you picture it? The bright lights, the exciting energy, the interactive setup. Most of us can visualize what these experiences are like, but rarely do we contemplate what goes into creating them. Who's creating these experiences and how are they being set up? Today, we're talking about the experience behind the experience. We're joined by Mark Black, president of Interamerica Stage, to talk about the themed entertainment industry process, solutions, and the people behind those large scale entertainment venues. Welcome, Mark. Good morning. How's it going? It's
1: good, thanks.
0: This is so exciting. I'm I'm such a, a weirdo about how they do that. <laughs> so I'm so excited to talk to you about how those really cool moments come into play. So uh, we're going to divulge a lot of secrets today, right? You're going to take us behind the scenes. What are the very carefully curated steps that go into creating that truly immersive kind of tech-enabled experience?
1: I wouldn't say that they're really that guarded or anything to begin with. They're, it's more of a creative idea that comes from either a think tank with some very talented engineers and and show people that bring an idea. And then it has to be brought to life. And it takes a lot of different disciplines to do so.
0: We were chatting a minute ago and talk about thought diversity. You were talking about all the different types of educational backgrounds that folks on your team have, from a master's of fine arts to engineering. Talk about who's at the table in those discussions and what their backgrounds are.
1: Well, wow, it's pretty diverse. Um, usually it's just a couple of us and we'll take these ideas and go back to our team. And that team is everything from installers, fitters, riggers, to engineers and even artists.
0: So what's the most important step when creating the themed entertainment experience.
1: I think the most important step is to understand what the final objective is and what that magic wow moment is supposed to be when it's a you know a themed environment or a show action piece in a dark ride. It is different than the large arenas uh, they're they're dealt with entirely in a in a different way.
0: When you're having that conversation with the creative team and they, they bring you the moment, right? This is the moment that we want to create. Talk about, you know, how you process that, how you think about the intersection of that creativity and technology and how, what you might use to bring that to life.
1: Well, there's a lot of technology. There's people that can work on, you know, maquettes, others that do digital 3D realizations of the proposed theme or idea. And then you have to make it real. And it's all about, you know, physics and engineering and material handling and, you know, construction and building permits and all the things that go along with it that aren't as fun as actually doing the development and design.
0: See there, if we have any young listeners, physics, most important class in high school. As my father told me when I was in high school, (laughs) you have to take physics.
1: And shop.
0: (laughs) And shop. I did take shop. (laughs) Physics was a little bit tougher for me, but um, he always told me I would never regret it. So, you know, we often don't think about it, but you have to. Um, Talking about fall protection is a serious and very relevant priority when building themed entertainments and experiences. How do you keep the technical staff safe when you're setting up?
1: Well, there's a lot of seminars that are uh, required and certifications. We, we employ a group of very well-trained and very physically fit SPRAT. They're uh, high rope access people, so they can climb around like monkeys and you know, get to places that other people can't safely.
0: Wow. That's a, a field of expertise I had never thought about.
1: Oh, it's absolutely necessary, (laughs) especially uh, here in Central Florida with all the uh, theme park work and crazy towers and elevations and things you have to get to.
0: So the, the, what did you say? They're SPRAT?
1: SPRAT. So
0: the SPRAT team will go up in advance and are they affixing wires and things or ropes or are they?
1: Oh, they'll do anything. I mean, they'll do uh, wiring or core drilling, whatever's necessary and they're tied off and they're safe to work. They're usually the first guys up that will set, if, it's, if it is requiring uh, some major construction, they may go up and help set a platform that lets other people get to the work site.
0: Wow. That's pretty cool. And so the communication with the Sprat team is that you tell them in advance what they need to do, or do you have like a radio or when they're working? Oh,
1: any of the of uh, the uh, rigging installs that we do, or the lifts that we do when we're we're moving materials or or animated figures or whatever it might be, there's a there's a lift plan or a rigging plan that has to be uh, submitted. Okay, it's engineered and it's made to keep everybody aware of what's going on and what the next move is, and and to make sure that everybody's going to come out safe.
0: So. What other technology are you using when you're developing or building themed entertainment experiences?
1: On the construction side, uh, there's a lot. And a lot of advancements have happened from going with strings and uh, water levels to laser, you know, <laughs> measuring devices and even be able to scan an entire area and then have the dimensions. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that's pretty cool.
1: It's very cool. I yeah.
0: imagine that saves you a lot of time.
1: It can. Yes. We do a lot of work in 3D modeling, which allows us to look at everybody else's items, the ductwork, the conduit runs, the walls, things that might be in our way. And uh, we think our stuff is the most important.
0: And when you say (laughs) our stuff, what are you talking about?
1: Well, in that case, it's mostly I'm talking about rigging. Okay. All right, wire rope is the means that we use mostly for doing our special effects counterweighted oh. dead haul on winches or hoists. Wire rope is a great hacksaw. So, if there's something in the way of the wire rope over time, it's going to cut through it. So, you got to make sure that everything is, you know, oh, has wow. its own location in space.
0: What would you say in terms of when you're starting to work on a project? Where, how do you, what's your thought process in terms of you start to, do you break it apart and do you look at here's where I want to start so that I can get to where I am? Or do you take it from the back and go forward and say, if that's our big moment, how do we get there and work backwards? How do you guys kind of break that down?
1: I think it depends on the the project. Um, Some projects that have time which none of them seem to have anymore. <laughs> I
0: was going to say, wait, you get projects with time?
1: <laughs> yeah, those those have a you know a definite start and, and end, and you've got a, a, a logical flow of firming up what the idea is and doing uh, budgets and then engineering to meet the budgets and demands. And then it's scheduled, just like uh, you would schedule a normal construction project. The other ones that are... You're in triage almost. Yeah. The, the project is a special event. Somebody, a diplomat's coming and you got to have this and it's going to be, you know, a week from now. And you've you've got to really work from that date and figure out backwards where you need to start and how much of a push everything needs to be.
0: So we talked a little bit about the Sprat team earlier and things like self-climbers and riggers bring the creative team's vision to life. Can you tell us more about the role of those crew members and in the creative storytelling process within the themed entertainment industry?
1: Yeah, there's two definitely different things there. A self-climber is a piece of equipment. It is a a hoist uh, built into a platform, albeit a truss. In a television studio, it might be a lighting plaque or a big square foot covering platform that raises above the set. That's a self-climber. And that's a product that we manufacture. Okay, We have a whole bunch of them out there in all kinds of different configurations. The riggers are usually a talented group of stagehands, people that have been involved in entertainment and are good at climbing, physically fit, sharp, and safe more than anything. There's a lot to working overhead and doing it effectively. Our riggers are a mixture of the stagehand types, ones that come from the entertainment industry, and ironworkers, journeyman union ironworkers. There's a distinction between the two of those also, because riggers uh, in ironworker terms are the ones that are working with cranes and signal the cranes. And, you know, there's a lot of pieces of equipment that we install that weigh many, many tons. And uh, the stage rigging, which is small diameter wire rope and pulleys and, you know, loads that are several ton, but not, you know, 30 ton. We we have both capabilities at InterAmerica.
0: Those are sure things that no one's thinking about when they're looking at that big creative moment, but there's so much that goes into it. I have just got to ask you, though, given your experience and your background in this business, where do you see the future of themed entertainment going? And how how does that impact the safety and effectiveness of setup for the crews?
1: Well, first off, where I see it going is to continue bringing people together with people so that you're experiencing something and you're not doing it remotely or only with your uh, cell phone. Right. Uh, I think everybody needs to rub elbows and and feel the excitement and the joy or the sadness or whatever is uh, being presented.
0: So if you had your dream project dropped in your lap tomorrow with the Plenty of time to execute. What would that dream project be like? What What do you? Is there anything that you haven't done yet that you're like, oh, I'd really love to fill in the blank.
1: Well, good question. I love what we've done. I'm very proud of it. It's uh, very unique. I don't know that there's anything more, but when it comes, we're ready.
0: (laughs) There you go. That's a good answer. So, just one final question. The A dear friend of mine who was a pilot would always say, first thing I'm going to check is the fuel, right? A good good friend of the pilot, make sure the plane has gas. Like from a safety perspective in your line of work, what's the first thing you're going to make sure to check?
1: Wow. If it's an installed show action piece that's already been commissioned and is running, the first thing you're going to check is to make sure that it is show ready, that means you look at it from front to back in all of the drivetrain and everything, and then you cycle it before you let any people near it. When it comes to normal construction work, you've got to have that morning meeting. You've got to get everybody thinking about the safety culture that you're trying to maintain within mm-hmm. your ranks. Those are very important. Every day we have safety meetings not only in our shop, but uh, in the field, of course, in the in the job sites.
0: Very important. Well, you do great work. Thanks so much for taking time to talk with us today, Mark. really appreciate it. My pleasure. Folks listening today enjoyed the podcast. You can help us grow by visiting our feed on iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe. Or if you're listening on Spotify, be sure to hit follow. That's it for us. I'm Susan Campbell, and that was another episode of The Big Rethink.